Welcome to Tribe Sober's weekly Sober Short, just a bite-sized piece of information to help you to stay on track. Here at Tribe Sober, we help you to quit the booze and then to go on and actually thrive in your alcohol-free life. So let's get to today's Sober Short. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tribe Sober's weekly Sober Short, a bite-sized piece of information to supplement our weekly podcast. I do hope you've discovered our weekly podcast. We've got recovery stories to inspire you, experts to inform you, and plenty of advice to help you change your life. Our podcast is called Tribe Sober, and it's available on Apple and Spotify. So I'm kicking off our Sober Short series by taking you through our Tribe Sober Toolkits. This toolkit is just one of the things that we share with you during our regular Zoom workshops. Just go to tribesober.com, hit our services, and you'll find all the info about our workshops. You can do a group workshop or a private workshop to suit your schedule. These workshops have been a game changer for many people. So if you want to kickstart your sober life, then sign up today. So back to our sober shorts. During the first seven sober shorts, we looked at the first seven tools in our toolbox. So before we move on to tool number eight, let's do a quick recap. Tool number one was connection. Connection is the opposite of addiction. And if you're serious about getting sober, then you need to connect with others on the same path. So if you're not yet a member of our tribe, please check us out on tribesober.com. Just hit join our tribe to read about the benefits of membership. Tool number two was get moving. Now we all know that exercise is good for us and many, many people exercise daily, but they also drink on a daily basis, sometimes excessively. So ditch the drink and keep exercising and you'll be amazed at how much fitter you'll get. Tool number three was all about building emotional strength all about learning to sit with our feelings instead of trying to chase them away with alcohol. Alcohol is just the easy button and enables us to bypass difficult emotions. We have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, as Tribe Sober Coach Lynette says. Tool number four was all about mindset, about changing your thinking about drinking. We talked about overturning all those false beliefs that we've picked up over the years. For example, the belief that we deserve a drink at the end of the day. Of course, we deserve to relax at the end of the day, but why should it be alcohol? So we talked about overturning those beliefs one by one. Do the work and you'll never see alcohol in the same way again. And you'll never suffer from fear of missing out, which is the key to sticking to your sobriety. Tool number five was about visualization. We talked about some powerful ways to use visualization. One of them was to play the movie forward. If you get the urge to drink, then just think it through. What will happen after that first glass? Do you really want to wake up at 3 a.m. full of anxiety and regrets again? Do you really want to keep going back to day one and doing the hardest bit? again and again. Tool number six was all about information because information is power. 
It's hard to believe these days, but not so long ago, we had no idea that smoking was bad for us. When cigarette advertising was finally banned and the fact that smoking caused lung cancer was all over the media, everything changed and millions of people gave up smoking. So even if you decide to carry on drinking, then make sure that it's an informed choice. The information is out there, and just a quick Google search will connect you with scientific research proving that alcohol is linked to seven different types of cancer and more than 60 diseases. So that's a good place to start, and there are many quick-lit books out there, and of course podcasts. Almost 100 episodes of the Tribe Sober podcast are available now, all packed with advice, inspiration and information. If you'd like a reading list, just email Janet at tribesober.com. And you can also go to tribesober.com and hit the inspiration tab and you'll find a wealth of information which will inspire you to get started and then motivate you to keep going. And last week we looked at tool number seven, all about being accountable. Many people try and fail to give up drinking on their own. I should know as I was one of them. Most of us are surrounded by people who are normal drinkers and just tell us to drink less, or heavy drinkers who assure us that we're fine and that everybody drinks a bottle of wine every night. So even if they really care about us, those people don't really understand that we're struggling. So when we embark on this life-changing journey, we need a community of people who actually care. People who understand us because they've been right where we are now people that can advise and encourage us, people who are actually thriving in their alcohol-free lives and can inspire us that, yes, it really is worth doing this thing. We need to be accountable. We need to know that we can share our ups and downs with other people who really get us. So if you're looking for a sober community to inspire you and keep you on track, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe. And if you'd like to sample the kind of support we offer, then email Janet at tribesober.com and request our sobriety battle plan PDF, which is packed with great advice, charts and trackers. So today we're going to tool number eight, which is all about journaling. A quick Google search on the benefits of journaling will highlight the many advantages of keeping a daily journal. And keeping a journal during your recovery is even more valuable. At our workshops, we advise people to buy a beautiful notebook, which will become their sobriety journal. After all, sobriety is a journey of self-discovery. And recording your thoughts, emotions, struggles and accomplishments is so beneficial. In the front of the journal, it's always a good idea to write out your why list. Why do you want to give up alcohol? People rarely struggle with this question because the reasons are usually really important ones. People give up alcohol for their children, to save their marriage, to perform better at work, to improve their health. And when we embark on this journey, we're usually full of motivation, but of course that will fade after a few weeks. We haven't quite settled into our alcohol-free lives. We haven't experienced many benefits yet. And we're not quite sure what to do with ourselves. That's when we need to refer to our why list. In fact, we need to look at it every single day. Why are we doing this thing? 
If you'd like an exercise to help you to create your why list, just write to Janet at tribesober.com. So write your why list in the front of your journal. And in the back cover, you should write your blacklist. Now, a blacklist is quite simply a list of the things that went wrong when you were drinking. Arguments, blackouts, hangovers, bad decisions, etc. It's so easy to forget just how bad we were. Our brains trick us into remembering the good times rather than the bad. Keeping a blacklist in our journal will remind us that, yes, things did get pretty bad and we don't want to go back there. I certainly had a pretty substantial blacklist. It's not as if every time I drank, bad things happened. But when bad things did happen, alcohol was always involved. So once you've got the front and the back covers filled in, what else is that journal useful for? Well, early sobriety is a very emotional time. We've been numbing our emotions for years, and when we stop drinking, those emotions are going to surface. And for most of us, it really helps to process the emotions if we can just write them down. We can note our triggers as well. We can apply the HALT test to the triggers and decide if our craving was caused by hunger, anger, loneliness or tiredness. And we can list strategies for coping with our cravings. And every time we use a strategy and resist a craving, we'll get stronger. Journaling also gives us perspective. Reading back on the early weeks of sobriety will remind us just how hard it was and make us realise that it's getting better and easier every day. We can also notice patterns of behaviour. If we did have a slip-up, then we can spot any reasons leading to it. And we can allocate a couple of pages to list the benefits we're feeling as we progress further into our sobriety. Writing down three things that we're grateful for at the end of every day has significant psychological benefits. Apparently, even just searching in your mind for things to be grateful for will trigger those happy brain chemicals. Who knew? So think of yourself as a scientist. You're going to be a scientist in your own life. You've got your sobriety journal. Observe your behavior with curiosity and note down your findings. So that was tool number eight from our workshop toolbox, all about journaling. Do give it a try. If you'd like some more support, then check out our workshops, tribesober.com services, or our next 66-day challenge, which starts on the 20th of March, tribesober.com Sober Spring. Tribe Sober members get a discount on both, so it's a good time to join our tribe. tribesober.com, join our tribe. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back with our main podcast on Saturday and another Sober Short next Wednesday. So that's your Sober Short for today. If you're looking for a small and friendly sober community to help you to escape the booze trap and boost your health and happiness, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe.